Heat Radio's online replay. I'm Kay Ribeiro, features editor of Heat, and this is the hot list where we pick everything we're loving in the world and tell you all about it, you lucky things. And this week, special guest Dorno Porter is with me. Hello, Dawn. Hello. You all right? Yeah. Now, you've got your book, The Booby Trap and Other Bits and Boobs, which I've been struggling to say <laughs> all show. Sorry about that. Um, tell me, what's it all about? So it's a book where I approached as many well-known people as I possibly could and asked them to write anything they wanted to write about anything to do with their boobs at any point in their life. And yes. um, and this wasn't just for you. This is for a, a charity, isn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> so uh, a Power From Each book goes to breast cancer charities, Breast Cancer Care, Breakthrough Breast Cancer and Copperfield. I've done work with all of them and couldn't decide which one to do it for, so I just did it for all three of them. Um, so that's uh, prevention, cure and research yeah. all covered. And um, I just asked people to write anything to do with boobs. And it's such... I'm really proud of the list of people, really mm. eclectic yeah, you- group of people. We've got um, Sarah Millican, Mel C, yeah. M- Maud Apatow. Um, she's, so Maud Apatow is Judd Apatow's daughter, to those who don't know. And I had access to her because my husband's done a movie with him before. Yeah. And so I just wrote to her and I just said, look, I'd really love a um, teenage perspective in the book. And she wrote this absolutely incredible piece. She's just so frighteningly bright. And I read it and was so privileged to have it in the book about how... She's always hated her boobs. She's only 15. Mm. And she would lie on this cold metal, fl- uh, metal, that's a bit dramatic, a marble <laughs> floor in her in her um, hallway, which makes her life sound very grand, and um, and hope that they would disappear by lying oh. flat on her front. But she's just written it so well. Anyway, so that opens the book, which I just think is brilliant. And then we've got um, Sophie Ellis-Bexter, and we've got Marianne Keys, and we've got Chris O'Dowd, oh. and um, Caroline What's... Flack wrote about having one boob when she was growing up, and then one morning she woke up and miraculously <laughs> the other one had arrived. Gemma Kearney wrote a piece about how her, her boy friend bit hers once in the height of passion and what? how that was a bit of a bad moment but just really <laughs> really brave great being that. but yeah everyone was and that's what I love about it everyone was firstly so willing to contribute because I think it's one of those subjects where everybody knows someone who's had breast cancer so yeah. it's it's really close to so many people's hearts but they didn't just write some you know easy fluffy piece about boobs people really opened up and either wrote something very funny or very touching and yeah it's a really good mix well it's a testament to you that you managed to convince so many people to do it yeah <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. But I mean, I, I, I asked, you know, people in the public eye get asked to do a lot of charity work. And it's 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 sometimes you have to say no to so much. And I, I expected to get a lot of no's and mm. I just got so few. Catelyn Moran um, sent in a picture of her that her daughter took of her... I don't know. She's made some face out of her boobs and torso. I just, I, I don't know how to. <laughs> don't describe ask any that. questions. Yeah, just that's just what it is. Um, but yeah, it was, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be, and people were very generous. So, um, you know, hats off to everybody who contributed for it. Now, where did the title come from? The title came from. I made a, a documentary about breast cancer about four, five years ago, and I wanted to call that the booby trap because I thought. I wanted, I didn't want to make something really dark and sad. Mm. And I think a lot of the women that I've met who have got breast cancer say humour disappears from your life, not from your point of view, because people don't think they can be funny around you. And I just wanted a title that let people know instantly that this wasn't a sad book Mm. about a sad disease and that it's about keeping spirits up and, you know, that humour doesn't have to disappear when you're talking about something that affects so many people's lives. And I just think the booby trap just does that. It's brilliant, but it is a mouthful, I have to say. It having, is a bit having of a practiced mouthful. it also. Yeah. Um, now, as you mentioned, your husband Chris O'Dowd contributed. What he was did. his story? So he wrote a scene, of, as in a movie scene or a scene <laughs> from a play, between two boobs. Who um, one of them is very jealous of the other boob because the 
the whoever's body they're on's boyfriend favors it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a really sweet it's good story. Into his yeah. mind. It's just um, you know, stuff like you're being very sensitive today and just things like that. Just all these kind of boob references. It's really funny. Really funny. What about did you have a story you told? I did. I wrote a poem actually called The Booby Trap because a friend of mine went for a mammogram once. I don't know if you've ever had a mammogram, but it really squeezes your boob like so tight. And she was so scared that they might find something that she fainted and was left oh, hanging no. by the boob. <laughs> oh my god, which you shouldn't is, laugh at that. I know, but it's <laughs> awful, but it made me laugh so much. So I wrote a little poem about that. And oh. I did check with her first. She was fine me putting it in. But again, that's my point. It's it's funny and you know, it doesn't always have to be sad. The fact is they didn't find anything and so she's got this funny story to tell about how she was left hanging by the tip. From I the can't get trap. that image out of my head now. Yeah, it's quite Thanks something. It's quite something. <laughs> what about you? Well you right, have you got name for your boobs? Because I know people sometimes have names. Have you named have you got any names them? I don't think I think when I first got together with Chris we might have called them Anton Deck for a bit, but then we met <laughs> Anton Deck and that just felt weird. I seem to remember my um what can I call it on the radio? Sod it. My fanny was called Paul O'Grady at one point. <laughs> And then I met him and that was that got weird. So then we just, you know, we just, you know, we're quite textbook about that kind of stuff now. <laughs> oh my God. We're getting a great insight into your lives. <laughs> Actually, talking of which, I interviewed uh, Chris for the heat interview recently and um, I love this story. He's telling me how when he goes to posh hotels, he likes to steal, you know, the oh. shampoo conditioner. He has a goldfish bowl or something full of them in the house and how you get really like a bit annoyed with him well, for bringing them back. Well, he's just got so many. I mean, I'm a product junkie as it is. So isn't our bathroom is full of stuff, but then he just brings home all the little things, all the little bottles. <laughs> that never get used just build them Chris is a bit of a kleptomaniac but he, I like that he steals things he if there's a nice sugar bowl on the table in a restaurant I'll get home and find it in my handbag <laughs> and the problem with that is that I'm the one that will get the blame because he always puts the things in my handbag it's not That's on such a boy trick isn't it but is it when he's drunk or is he just he just like you know likes the look of it Chris is always drunk. <laughs> well, that's, that is true. He wasn't when I did the interview, I hastened to add. But oh, yeah. no, he was. He's just really good at hiding it. <laughs> he was also telling me about your amazing walk-in wardrobe or something. You're building a wardrobe, you're buying loads of clothes, oh, pretending it was research for a programme. Well, I'm making a programme about vintage clothes at the moment and one of the... Well, I think it's a positive means that I come home with a lot of clothes all the time. So, um, yeah, we're, we've um, just got a new house in America and um, we're having to create an area... <laughs> <laughs> for my problem. Well, a little subsection of that could be for his toiletries. No, he's, he's not allowed in there. Oh. I know, that has to stop. Don't encourage <laughs> that. It's ridiculous. But I, do you know what I liked about him telling me that? Is that because usually when you meet like actors and they're, they're all, you know, they you feel like they're, they're different to you, you know, they wouldn't be doing that. And he's like, no, I, I just put it all in my bag. I was oh, like, good no. for you. You're yeah, one no, of no. us. Yeah, he does. He does the arm scoop across the across the bathroom surface in a, in a hotel and just gets whatever <laughs> he can in there. Towels, bathrobes, whatever. Oh, hopefully he does that to the mini bar as well. Um, so that's Dawn's book, The Booby Trap and Other Bits and Boobs, out now. Heat Radio's online replay. For more celeb interviews, click heatworld.com now.